Today's reading begins in Numbers, chapter 10, starting in verse 1. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Make two trumpets of silver. You shall make them of beaten work. You shall use them for the calling of the congregation and for the journeying of the camps. When they blow them, all the congregation shall gather themselves to you at the door of the tent of meeting. If they blow just one, then the princes, the heads of the thousands of Israel, shall gather themselves to you. When you blow an alarm, the camps that lie on the east side shall go forward. When you blow an alarm the second time, the camps that lie on the south side shall go forward. They shall blow an alarm for their journeys. But when the assembly is to be gathered together, you shall blow, but you shall not sound an alarm. The sons of Aaron, the priests, shall blow the trumpets. This shall be to you for a statute forever throughout your generations. When you go to war in your land against the adversary who oppresses you, then you shall sound an alarm with the trumpets. Then you will be remembered before the Lord your God, and you will be saved from your enemies. Also in the day of your gladness, and in your set feasts, and in the beginnings of your months, you shall blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings, and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings, and they shall be to you for a memorial before your God. I am the Lord your God. In the second year, in the second month, on the twentieth day of the month, the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle of the covenant. The children of Israel went forward on their journeys out of the wilderness of Sinai, and the cloud stayed in the wilderness of Paran. They first went forward according to the commandment of the Lord by Moses. First, the standard of the camp of the children of Judah went forward according to their armies. Nashon the son of Amminadab was over his army. Nethanel the son of Zur was over the army of the tribe of the children of Issachar. Eliab the son of Helon was over the army of the tribe of the children of Zebulun. The tabernacle was taken down, and the sons of Gershon and the sons of Merari, who bore the tabernacle, went forward. The standard of the camp of Reuben went forward according to their armies. Elizur, the son of Shadur, was over his army. Shelumiel, the son of Zerishaddai, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Simeon. Eliasaph, the son of Deul, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Gad. The Kohathites set forward, bearing the sanctuary. The others set up the tabernacle before they arrived. The standard of the camp of the children of Ephraim set forward according to their armies. Elishama, the son of Amahud, was over his army. Gamaliel, the son of Pedajur, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Manasseh. Abadan, the son of Gideoni, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Benjamin. The standard of the camp of the children of Dan, which was the rear guard of all the camps, set forward according to their armies. Ahiezer, the son of Amishadai, was over his army. Pagiel, the son of Akran, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Asher. Ahira, the son of Enan, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Naphtali. Thus were the travels of the children of Israel according to their armies, and they went forward. Moses said to Hobab, the son of Reuel, the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law, We are journeying to the place of which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well, for the Lord has spoken good concerning Israel. He said to him, I will not go, but I will depart to my own land and to my relatives. Moses said, Don't leave us, please, because you know how we are to encamp in the wilderness, and you can be our eyes. It shall be, if you go with us, yes, it shall be, that whatever good the Lord does to us, we will do the same to you. They set forward from the mount of the Lord three days' journey. 
The Ark of the Lord's Covenant went before them three days' journey, to seek out a resting place for them. The cloud of the Lord was over them by day, when they set forward from the camp. When the ark went forward, Moses said, Rise up, Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. Let those who hate you flee before you. When it rested, he said, Return, Lord, to the ten thousands of the thousands of Israel. The people were complaining in the ears of the Lord. When the Lord heard it, his anger burned, and the Lord's fire burned amongst them, and consumed some of the outskirts of the camp. The people cried to Moses, and Moses prayed to the Lord, and the fire abated. The name of that place was called Taberah, because the Lord's fire burned amongst them. The mixed multitude that was amongst them lusted exceedingly, and the children of Israel also wept again, and said, Who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish, which we ate in Egypt for nothing, the cucumbers, and the melons, and the leeks, and the onions, and the garlic, but now we have lost our appetite. There is nothing at all except this manna to look at. The manna was like coriander seed, and it looked like bdellium. The people went around, gathered it, and ground it in mills, or beat it in mortars, and boiled it in pots, and made cakes of it. Its taste was like the taste of fresh oil. When the dew fell on the camp in the night, the manna fell on it. Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, every man at the door of his tent, and the Lord's anger burned greatly, and Moses was displeased. Moses said to the Lord, Why have you treated your servants so badly? Why haven't I found favor in your sight, that you lay the burden of all this people on me? Have I conceived all this people? Have I brought them out, that you should tell me, Carry them in your bosom, as a nurse carries a nursing infant, to the land which you swore to their fathers? Where could I get meat to give all these people? For they weep before me, saying, Give us meat, that we may eat. I am not able to bear all this people alone, because it is too heavy for me. If you treat me this way, please kill me right now, if I have found favor in your sight, and don't let me see my wretchedness. The Lord said to Moses, Gather to me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them to the tent of meeting, that they may stand there with you. I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit which is on you, and I will put it on them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that you don't bear it yourself alone. Say to the people, Sanctify yourselves in preparation for tomorrow, and you will eat meat. For you have wept in the ears of the Lord, saying, Who will give us meat to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you meat, and you will eat. You will not eat just one day, or two days, or five days, or ten days, or twenty days, but a whole month, until it comes out at your nostrils, and it is loathsome to you, because you have rejected the Lord who is amongst you, and have wept before him, saying, Why did we come out of Egypt? Moses said, The people, amongst whom I am, are six hundred thousand men on foot, and you have said, I will give them meat, that they may eat a whole month. Shall flocks and herds be slaughtered for them, to be sufficient for them? Shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them, to be sufficient for them? The Lord said to Moses, Has the Lord's hand grown short? Now you will see whether my word will happen to you or not. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 14, starting in verse 1. It was now two days before the Passover, and the feast of unleavened bread, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might seize him, that is, Jesus, by deception, and kill him. For they said, Not during the feast, because there might be a riot amongst the people. While he was at Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster jar of ointment, of pure nard, very costly. She broke the jar and poured it over his head. 
But there were some who were indignant amongst themselves, saying, Why has this ointment been wasted? For this might have been sold for more than three hundred denarii and given to the poor. So they grumbled against her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want to, you can do them good. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for the burying. Most certainly I tell you, wherever this good news may be preached throughout the whole world, that which this woman has done will also be spoken of for a memorial of her. Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went away to the chief priests, that he might deliver him to them. They, when they heard it, were glad, and promised to give him money. He sought how he might conveniently deliver him. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and prepare that you may eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples, and said to them, Go into the city, and there a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters in, tell the master of the house. The teacher says, Where is the guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will himself show you a large upper room furnished and ready. Get ready for us there. His disciples went out, and came into the city, and found things as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. As they sat and were eating, Jesus said, Most certainly I tell you, one of you will betray me, he who eats with me. They began to be sorrowful, and to ask him, one by one, Surely not I. And another said, Surely not I. He answered them, It is one of the twelve, he who dips with me in the dish. For the Son of Man goes as it is written about him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. Psalm 51, beginning in verse 1. Have mercy on me, God, according to your loving kindness, According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, my sin is constantly before me. Against you and you only I have sinned, and done that which is evil in your sight, so that you may be proved right when you speak, and justified when you judge. Behold, I was born in iniquity, my mother conceived me in sin. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, you teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Purify me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all of my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Don't throw me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways. Sinners will be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation. My tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. Lord, open my lips. My mouth will declare your praise. For you don't delight in sacrifice, or else I would give it. You have no pleasure in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. O God, you will not despise a broken and contrite heart. Do well in your good pleasure to Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifices of righteousness, in burnt offerings, and in whole burnt offerings. Then they will offer bulls on your altar. Proverbs chapter 10, beginning in verse 31. The mouth of the righteous produces wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut off. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, 
but the mouth of the wicked is perverse. 